0: personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Artifact a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, focusing in on particular objects, ideas, and moments in time. As any Dungeons & Dragons player can tell you, there are magical weapons, and then there are weapons that can talk. And these are often among the most powerful and dangerous artifacts your character can possibly attune to. The Well of Human Mythology, which Dungeons & Dragons certainly draws on, contains many such speaking and singing weapons. Fictional black razor is equaled or exceeded by the magical broadsword of Kullervo in Finnish traditions or various speaking swords in Irish legend. But one of the oldest and most fantastic examples of the speaking weapon can be found in the mythology of ancient Sumer. The wielder is none other than Ninurta, god of spring thunder showers and protector of agriculture. Ninurta's weapon is the mace Sharur, the smasher of thousands. Why a mace, you might ask? Well, as Gabriel et al. point out in 1991's From Sumer to Rome, the mace was one of the most important weapon technologies of the ancient world. While certainly an evolution of the simple club, the mace was absolutely devastating against the unarmored skulls of your enemies. The authors point out that the ancient Egyptians kept the mace as a symbol of authority and power until 1700 BCE. As their armies only fought enemies that boasted neither armor nor helmets, the mace dominated the battlefield. In fact, the helmet emerged as a technological response to the crushing power of the mace. According to Gabriel et al., the 3rd millennium BCE steel of vultures presents us with the earliest evidence of spearmen wearing helmets. And this is backed up by the bodies of soldiers found in the death pits of Ur from around 2500 BCE. But the sewn mace reigned supreme as the most commonly used melee weapon from roughly 4,000 to 2,500 BCE. So it is the ideal weapon for an ancient Sumerian god to wield. There was simply no compelling reason to abandon it if one's enemies lacked metal helmets. But Sharur was no typical mace. The weapon spoke It could fly across vast distances and even take on the form of a winged lion. As Ibrahim Amin points out in the Monster Hunter's Handbook, the weapon was capable of smashing enemies either on its own or in the hands of Ninurta. It also rained fire and venom down on its enemies and allowed the hero god to slay the terrifying demon Azag and its army of rock demons. In the Sumerian poem, Ninurta's Exploits, the hero is said to pound Azag's body with the mace as if Azag were mere barley. And such is the power of Sharur that the condition of the slain demon's body is compared to that of a ship wrecked by a tidal wave. Tune in to additional editions of the artifact each week. As always, you can email us at contact at stuff to blow your mind.